What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF. Hold, hold on, hold on, not yet. Well, I saw Justin was recording the call. I it, sorry, it took like twenty seconds for it to kick in this time. Oh. <sighs> He's gonna ruin everything. That's why. Whenever I do, whenever I do these recordings, I have to cut out the beginning anyway. There's usually about a minute to a minute to a minute and a half of us doing this type of bullshit before <laughs> before it actually starts anyway. Yeah, and I didn't have my thing up yet. Sorry, Ken. I appreciate the enthusiasm. Hey, anytime. I'm just trying to get get it going. Get it going, Ken. Get it going. Get it right. Get it tight. Yep. All right. I am ready. Justin's ready. We're good. Good to go. All right. Hit it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your West Wrestling Week in Review. I want to say thank you for listening if you found us on the interwebs check us out at kfpodcast.com at the kf podcast all your social media needs also check us out on your favorite podcast catcher we have a pop culture week in review where we break down this week's shenanigans uh so check that out as well um we have the normal crew here we got don and brock and myself and justin secretly in the wings not saying a word <laughs> yes we, we are start watching we're gonna get them um... Now's not a good time to start watching wrestling, Justin. Don't watch wrestling. What? Boring. The road to WrestleMania is coming up. Yeah, and that'll be boring, too. <laughs> wrestling is doing this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, Justin will never watch it. He's too busy watching people play video games on YouTube. Let's this not get true. into a whole bashing Justin video, because we'll be here a while. <laughs> yeah, we're on a time crunch. Yeah. We're on a time crunch. We're doing some interviews tonight, so time crunch. Time crunch. All time. right. Was it a big week in wrestling? Not really. I don't think so. It was kind of normal yeah, weeks. Part of it was like it could have been big, but they, of course, you know. Well, the, it's end, end, of the, end of the year, kind of wrap-up kind of stuff, you know. Um, so let's uh, – what do you want to start with first, uh, WWE or AEW? Whatever. I mean, I'll, let Brock, I'll let Brock pick. Let's do AEW. They always get pushed to the end. All right. Um, I did not watch Impact this week. Did Ken? Did you watch Impact? Uh, yeah, I watched it live. Um, so, want to tell us about Impact? What happened on Impact? Uh, the f- opening match was a uh, uh, like a six man tag between. Let me try to think here. I would have wrote it down if I knew it was leading the show. Well, you don't have you don't have to give all the matches. Just, was well, there anything big that happened on it? The Hangman Page m- match I thought was good. Like that Hangman Page with the two guys from the Dark Order. That's but, not that's AEW. You're telling us Impact. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not get a chance to watch Impact. Okay. Then you that was the first question. <laughs> that? that was the first question. Did you watch Impact? You were like, yeah, let me review Impact for you. I have the AEW notes. No, I did not watch Impact because <laughs> I tried. So I worked that night and I tried to find it in its entirety <laughs> and I couldn't find it. So I just The only it. thing I saw from Impact was that um, Machine Gun Anderson, Carl Anderson, was wrestling some person I never heard of before. I don't know who it was at the time. Um, and then he beat him up, went in the back, and then he was attacked by Rich Swan. And after Rich Swan attacked him, then um, uh, Kenny came and beat him up with Carl Anderson, and the three of them beat up like Rich Swan. And it, they were trying to make it seem like it was in Impact, but you could tell like it was just recorded probably in Jacksonville probably. somewhere in, in a garage. I don't Did know if you saw that. In the ring, though? No. He no, was not in the ring. It happened behind... Uh behind the, 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 the 
curtain. Yeah, they were coming out. They were him and Callus were sitting in in the um the RV again, which again could have been filmed last week for all we know. Like it was the yeah. same setup. And then he was like, "I'm gonna go get involved." And he like ran. And then Carl Anderson looked made it look like he was coming through the ring, but you could tell it wasn't. It was just like a garage yeah, somewhere, I, you know. Yeah. And then they beat him up, and then they they mentioned Bullet Club and said, "Let's get the band back together." And they posed. You know, with the belts and everything, and it you know made fun of Rich Swan. So it was like the big crossover on Impact. It was more than they did the week before. So did yes. they book a six-man tag for this weekend's pay-per-view though? Yes, it's calling. It's it's the Good Brothers and Kenny versus the the Motor City Machine Guns and Rich Swan, and right. and they keep talking like you know, and if you followed on Twitter after on Tuesday night. You know, all the, you know, they were all saying Bullet Club and showing pictures of them all in the Bullet Club together. And then all the the New Japan-based Bullet Club guys are like, we don't, like, they're pretty much talking shit. Like, saying, yeah, they were like, we don't have anything to do with this. Yeah, yeah like, remember, like, last time I remember you were in the Bullet Club was, like, whenever they were doing the firing squad and all that kind of stuff. So, I if they're building two, because we know the Good Brothers are real close with, um, oh, Brock, what's his name? The Booker for New Japan. Uh, um, uh, Rocky Romero. Rocky Romero. Thank you, Don. So they're close with him, and, and I, you know, that's all, like, they're all close. So Yeah, they're tight. And he retained that Triple uh, A title this week, too. Yeah. Yep. Well, he fucking was a radio kid. It wasn't any, like... I, you know, but I went and watched that match on YouTube, and, like, at the 12-minute mark in that match, he takes a nasty bump, Kenny. Oh, like, really? He, like, misses or something and falls really hard on his back. And all I'm thinking during it is, like, like Tony Khan, like, this is your guy. And you have him down in, like, Japan fighting. Like, I know it's exciting that yeah, Kenny's touring all around fighting. But what happens if Kenny Omega gets in, injured this weekend in the Impact pay-per-view? Like, that's your AEW star. Like, you know Vince wouldn't let that stuff happen? Like, yeah. he gets a lot of shit well, for it. But Rick Flair used to do it for WCW. Uh, Rick Flair also survived a plane crash and like was barely ever injured in his life. You know, he's a little different. You know, you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely a risk, is what I'm saying. It's definitely a risk. It is. I mean, every, all these other promotions have a lot more to gain hmm. by having there than than the other way around. But oh yeah, yeah. like this play match. If you go on YouTube, everybody's watching it because. Kenny's in it, and he had the AEW belt with him, too. He had both belts, you know. Here's the only thing I can think that AEW is going to win at the long, in the long run is if, if they're building this up and they don't have – and they have an end date in mind, let's say their end date for this storyline's neck is in July. Let's say it's in, like, you know, July, August, and they're the first – the first live pay-per-view they do in front of a mass crowd is a super card with New Japan, AAA – impact in AEW, like mm -hmm. it, let, let's say i'm just starting this out here let's say it's in jacksonville stadium because tony khan can book it like mm -hmm. how huge would that be and that's all AEW money so if they yeah. give them a bone and yeah, yeah. All of them to make it something yeah. small and then it's good like the payoff for all this is going to be a super card like yeah. the almost like the the uh the indie independent wrestling wrestlemania like it could yeah. be huge it was you know just, it just, it just shocked me when I watched it and I saw 
that happened when he fell like that. Like, I just thought, like, oh, shit. Like, if he got hurt wrestling in AAA, like, you're going to look really – that's going to really fuck up your plans, you know? What are you saying, Brock? I think Tony Khan's trying to reestablish the territory system. Yeah. By he sending could. his world champion around and – Yeah. I mean, because truly Impact is a Canadian-based company. Yeah. They film out of Nashville, but they are very heavily overseas. Yeah. They, have a huge, they still have a huge market in Europe and in, mm-hmm. in India and uh, in England. So, like, you know, there there might be filmed in the United States, but a lot of their view rates come from international yeah. uh, uh, companies or in, international television. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he he did another commercial, which I'm not a big fan of these commercials, but it was very the following man. It was like NWO was paid for by AEW, and then him and Tony Schiavone made fun of Access TV, made fun of that no one watches Impact, and then Tony was going, "Hey, it's free advertising for me. I don't care. I let my world champion go everywhere. It's free for me." But then he's like, "And the, but I'm paying for all these ads." I'm like, "Then it's not free for you. You're paying for all these ads and all this airspace and stuff. You know, like it's not free advertising. You're." on here advertising you're literally doing a commercial right now that you said you paid for and then you're like this is free advertising for me so pretty well, funny i guess if they didn't do the ad and kenny was on television he'd be getting free aw yeah. yeah free aw with kenny being there so anyway um aw uh won the ratings war little little less than last week last week they were like 955 this week they were 806 nxt went up about a hundred thousand they were 766 so Closing closer gap between the two shows, uh, but ratings for both a little down uh, overall. Um, so let's go to the show kicked off with like what Ken was about to say. It was um, <laughs> Hangman Page in the Dark Order versus Matt Hardy and Private Party. Uh, what did you guys think? It's a good match. I thought it was good. I liked the storytelling in it. They they were able to keep you know the question of what's going on with Matt Hardy going and Private Party. They you know I this was a match why I think why they need a trios belt because um, like Dark Order with those two guys and another, you know I like Silver and I like oh, I can't remember the other guy's name but Reynolds. Reynolds Reynolds I think them with ten could be a good trio like. They should have yeah, a trios we've, belt. We've said that about a thousand times that they should get a trios one, right? Yeah, and it, and it should be their their undercard tag belt. Like, mm-hmm. for these guys that you want to push to see if they're going to be any good, like, that, that's what it should be. So, I don't know. I thought it was good. I thought it had probably the best storytelling of the night. And Are you excited for a Hangman Matt Hardy feud, though? No. Well, yeah, because he'll probably win that feud. So I'd actually like to see Hangman actually get the the win of a like a long standing feud, not just have to lose to Kenny Omega for it. But well, I love Hangman, so anything Hangman does, I'm usually up for, and I like his. You know, it, it's something to keep him busy right now, keep him away from Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Dark Order still is goofy to me, but you know, it's it was okay, it was good, good, good. It, it wasn't too bad. I wish they would have won. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't win, but you know, Matt Hardy's on this. Well, he I was, just don't really yeah, enjoy Matt Hardy too much anymore. And, like, this is his new gimmick now where he's, like, a cocky prick. Like, every week it's a new Matt Hardy gimmick. But, I don't know. Some people love Matt Hardy. I re- I'm really kind of over him. But, um, 
Next, we had Brock. We were happy. We got to see Angelico's dance to the ring that everyone yeah. loves. It was like an extended multiple camera. Oh, it I know. It was like a long version of the dance. Do you like how much overhyping they were doing for Angelico this I time? Was happy they're like, he's a grappler. He's one of the most dangerous holdmakers in the world. I'm like, it's Angelico. Like, he's going to lose. Like, <laughs> this isn't Brock Lesnar. We're going off about all these holds. He, he had he a competitive play. match, at least. He did. Oh, he's a great wrestler, Angelico. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I he's good. But, like, it's just funny sometimes when they do that stuff. But you knew he was going down to Cody. You know Cody was going to yeah. beat him. Yeah, but that's, I think that, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. We knew that he was going to lose the, the yeah. coach, but that's and the congratulations to the Rhodes family. They're having a baby. That's wonderful news. Yeah. yeah that was cool. The way they did a little announcement on there. Yeah. Um, kind of throws a curveball into the whole plans with Brandy and the shack and yep. Cody. Cause they were going to do like a pass on the red velvet. I think. Yeah, probably red velvet versus Jade Cargill. And then that'll leave somebody new. Shaq versus Cody, because it looked like they were going to do, like, their women fight first, and then they eventually have some sort of beef mm-hmm. down the road or whatever. But, yeah, kind of puts a different spin on that. But congrats to them. That's good for them. They're both good yeah. people, so that's nice. Both good um, yeah, good good people, good things. Good 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 to have good news. Um, then you had Eddie Kingston in the ring, which is always a good time watching him make fun of all the marks in the ring. I really enjoy that. Uh, all you people booing me and cheering, shut up, especially you and you. That was pretty entertaining. He's the best talker AEW has, I think. Um, the only thing I didn't really understand about this gimmick here is so Eddie's in the ring and Eddie's like calling everybody out. Um, Jay or uh, what's his name? Archer comes out. Archer comes out to attack him. Butcher and Blade come out. Then the other guys come out. Then Paw comes out. Now it's like all of a sudden four on three. And like Kingston and the Butcher and the Blade, like I felt bad for him. Like they're getting beat up by these guys. Like I didn't understand why you need that many people to beat up Eddie Kingston and the Butcher and the Blade. Like there should be a fourth guy there or something. I will be. I don't know who it's going to be, but. Because Lance Archer's kind of good now, but not good you know he, well they kind of teased like a triple threat match towards the end where they were beating up each yeah, other so. him and Pac got in each other's way yeah which is you know archer i don't I, I don't i don't know what they're doing with him like how to get him back like it was weird like after his loss to moxley and like now he just kind of gets beat up. I don't really know what they're doing with him, which I thought he was on a – I like this thing where – because he's a heel. Like, I don't know why I'm supposed to feel like he's kind of good because Eddie's a bigger heel because he's a – I mean, he beats up everybody. He beats up cameraman on the way to the ring. Like, <laughs> now putting him in this kind of, like, good guy mode, like, it's just – it's 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 strange because I don't even get a good guy feel from the death triangle. You know what I mean? Like – this is just like all, all these. Here's a bunch of bad guys, and they're all beating each other up. Like it, it feels like odd storytelling to me. There, I feel like they had with all the COVID stuff and people getting it or have no, weren't able to show up for travel situations. These three guys' storylines crossed over because yeah. they they took the place of each other essentially. Yeah. What happened? Oh yeah. Whenever Lance Archer didn't show up, then Eddie Kingston was there. Yeah. And whenever Pac didn't show up, Eddie Kingston's there. So they, I think they have to flush out this whole. Yeah. This storyline, and if they go flush them, trip, that's for sure. What's that? They get definitely got to flush some of that stuff out and figure yeah, it out. So 
if they can get some matches out of it, then fine. But it's weird having like your three mid card heels all fighting each other right now. But really, mm-hmm. who do they have to fight? Because they all they've all suffered from the we lost from we lost to Moxley. We don't know what to do with these heels now. Yeah, yeah. the situation. Um, my favorite thing of the night is for some reason we were going to have the inner circle fight top flight, the varsity blondes, the best friends, and then Brandon Cutler. For some fucking reason, Brandon Cutler's in the match. I really don't know why Brandon Cutler was in that match, why he's going to be actually on Dynamite this week. But then Wardlow had family issues and couldn't make it, so Cutler's out of the match. (laughs) Back to the dark, buddy. Back to the dark. Who else would you cut from the match? You need all the the tag guys. This is funny he got in there, looking all goofy and everything. Um, this was a clusterfuck to me. I, I really didn't care for this. What did you guys think? I don't. I didn't wait too many point. people in a match. Yeah, it's just too much shit going on. You know, again, I, I, my one complaint with AEW is, like, you have Cody Rhodes has this super long entrance with the dark and the thing. I feel like you don't need to do that every week. Like, you can just come out to your yeah. song. Same you for paper. Save it for pay-per-views. I feel the same thing about almost Jericho's entrance now. Like, why the Inner Circle just doesn't come out to that Inner Circle generic music that they had for one week when yeah. they're together? Because every week with the sing-along and the and the thing, it's like, save it for, like, a special match. Maybe when it's just your match or a one-on-one. But, like, now his song is the Inner Circle song. You know, they don't even get their, like, music anymore, you know? I heard he's demanding that they do that. Yeah, I heard that too. That he pushes that every week, and he gets mad when they don't do the second verse when they cut him off at like after only singing the one part. He wants him to sing like another refrain or whatever. Well, that's why they have to have Tony Khan step up and be like, you know, yeah, enough with this. Yeah, Ready. yeah, yeah we only have two hours. Yeah. yeah. And and you know how much cooler it was. So like when Hogan used to come out the NWO, it was just the NWO music. Yeah. But then whenever he would come out to like Jimi Hendrix, like, oh right, yeah, now Hogan, like yeah. it's just him, like yeah, it's that's just what him. they could be doing with it and they're not. And it's yeah. when you're a group, you come out with your group music. When you're on your own, you come out to your own. It's like Triple H when he used to come out to DX music, but yeah. then when he would rest the single match, he would still come out to the game song. You yeah. know, like it still holds something with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, this was a, like a I don't know, this is just a clusterfuck of shit going on and you There's know. a lot of nonsense. Yeah. Why I, um, Jake Hager tried to do an F10? It was horrible. <laughs> yes. I never realized how good Warlow. What'd you say? I never realized how good Warlow was that he could actually pull that off on guys. When Jake Hager couldn't do it at all, just slid off his shoulder and like, just slid off. I'm like, yeah, Warlow makes that move. That was good. Good. Yeah. There was that. That was kind of crazy. Um, then you had SCU versus the Acclaim. I'm gonna let you two go on this one. What do you think about this? I don't like the acclaim already. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. <laughs> I hate that rap entrance. I think it's so stupid. Uh, I, I, I'm just I'm not actually excited because I heard a lot about those guys when they signed them. I'm like, oh, these guys are going to be cool, you know, whatever. But then when they finally get to see them, like, <laughs> there's so many better tag teams there already. Yeah. What did you think about Ken? Do you like the acclaimed? Yeah, I like Max, Max Caster. I like the acclaimed. I thought the rapping and all that. I think it sets them. I think it makes them different from other people. It, it makes them heels. 
And I also think that, but I don't understand that. Why now does everyone get reaction raps back? Yeah, this happy like you got to do a rap back and I'm like, oh, come on. The one guy, the smaller guy in the acclaim looks like, almost looks like Buff Bagwell. Because the way his hair is all like. Yeah. Jinged out and everything. He needs to come out of the top hat. But uh, <laughs> not bad wrestlers. They look like they were okay, but I mean, it was a little. Here's what I'm gonna say. This is a tag team that could could work well in a trios. You throw another guy in there, and they could go towards the trios belt and establish them as a tag team, and then you break the third guy off. Okay. SU would be the same way if you did, and then you could have a heel turn with uh, with uh, Scorpio Sky, which it hasn't seemed to be part of that group in a while. Anyways, it looks like you're doing Kazarian's gonna break out. He's annoyed. <laughs> I don't know what you do with Frankie Kazarian other than SU. You know what I mean? You put him in a suit, and he can start fortune. Yeah, he was never a big star on his own. Uh, the women's match, which I kind of was half out of it on this one, not paying too much attention. It was just all right. Once again, they show why the AEW is the worst women's roster. It's just kind of all over the place. Very sloppy at times. I don't get the why. I don't, I don't understand why all the focus on the NWA champ. I, I feel like the NWA champ gets more notice than. Well, she us. has a belt, yeah. Yeah, than the AEW champ does. Yeah. What do you think about it, Brock? It's just another, just another match. Nothing special about it. It's another AEW women's match. Uh, then you had the world title match, uh, Brock. What do you think about this? What, what does that mean? A world title eliminator match? What does that mean? I guess that's their way of saying number one contender match. If Joey Janela would have won, then he would have gotten the title shot. I think it's what it, Okay. What They're also kind of playing into the fact that Kenny Omega didn't... These were guys that he was supposed to fight. Yeah, because of, because of COVID, he couldn't. Yeah. Poor Joey Janela, though. Yeah. He was one of the first guys they signed, and they just chump him out. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's Kenny Omega likes to wrestle, and they go hardcore and kill each other because they did that one time on Dark, and now they've done this like two other times since then. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know why Janela doesn't get any love there. Like, it is very like there is a lot of people there, but Janela would serve to do like I like to see Janela in a program with you know. Uh, the murder hawk monster because then they could mm-hmm. he could be the underdog he could scrap a little bit then they could have a hardcore match he could show some crazy shit like he should yeah. be your underdog baby face of the mid card but they're not yeah. using it right so yeah he's just in a tag team now and a tag team that never wins i mean they get yeah. beat up all, on dark maybe they win here and there but they get beat up if they go against anybody else yeah mm-hmm. soon as he fell out with penelope ford she kind of got the more of a push with Kip, and he got kind of which this. He might be getting punished for getting COVID too. Yeah, he was still running his shows. His I tell you what I didn't like about this was Don Callis when he went over to the announce desk and goes up to Tony Schiavone and he's like, "Move, only I call Omega matches." I thought like, "Oh, that's like cool. Like he's gonna be like, you got to get up. I'm the announcer for Kenny's matches." And then Schiavone was just like, "Get out of here." Shut up. Go, like, get out of here. You're not doing it. Then he just walks away. And I was like, 
like you should have grabbed him by the thing and like thrown Shivani out of the seat. Like I wanted to see more of it. He was just like, oh, okay. And then looked like an idiot walking away and had to go get a microphone to do it. I'm like, you just let the old Shivani push you around. And like, like I, I didn't get that at all. Why they even did that segment. Like, yeah, I thought he was going to then go around to, um, Oh, Excalibur. Excalibur. I thought that too. And I was so like, he oh, he's somebody just going to go because he's not going to mess with JR. Like, now he's going right. to yeah. There's always these things on Dynamite where it feels like they kind of go off script and they don't know what they're what to do. And it's like <laughs> odd. Like, that was a, that felt like odd. Like, he was like, Tony, move, only I call him. And he's just like, no. Get out of here. And he's like, okay. And you just see him like walking away. <laughs> what are you doing here? I actually thought again here this was gonna be like the Good Brothers maybe would have shown up, but Yeah, that's what not, I thought. Yeah, I it just kinda ended. I just thought like why did it just end? Like, you know, why does no one else in the AEW locker room care about Kenny Omega and the world title anymore? Like Moxley's not around now. No one else cares about it. Like, no one else is going for it. I don't know why anyone isn't coming out going, hey, I want a shot at it next. You're not going to du- impact. Like, like it's like no one cares about the AEW world title anymore. Did you not watch the end of the show where the, exactly that thing happened, where Pac came out and said, you, you're done running around? You have to." No, me. I didn't see Pac come out. Did, did, it must have cut off. Did that happen at the end? Yeah, Pac comes out with the death triangle after the match, literally does exactly what you just said. Oh, so seriously, I didn't. it cut off. I didn't see that. Yeah, my you saw that right, Brian? It, yeah, it went to a movie. No, like it. Mine was so Death Triangle comes out. Okay. Pox talking and says you have been running around too much. You you never beaten him in the tournament. Oh, okay, all right. It's Ray Phoenix, and now it's gonna be Ray Phoenix versus Kenny for the belt at New Year's Battle Eve. Whatever. Oh. Honestly, that I just didn't see any of that. It all cut off. It went right to a movie. You were like, saying the that, like, and it went right to a movie. I don't know if like I recorded the second because I didn't watch it till two o'clock in the morning. So I, I don't know if I saw the second recording or whatever or whatever I was watching. But all right, that's were, good. I thought you were being a jerk because I'm like that's literally what happened after <laughs> the match. No, I must have missed that. Okay, that makes sense. So I, I'll watch him versus Ray. That'll be good. Yeah, it'll be a great match. I because they're playing into like. He's got to beat these guys that he didn't have to beat in the tournament for the belt. Yeah. So they're kind of cleaning up all those loose ends, which I'm fine with. Like, you know, we know that Ray's not going to beat him, but it's good that he they're going back and saying, hey, you know, you, this guy was who you're supposed to fight and you didn't beat him. So he's getting a title mm-hmm. shot. So. Okay. Continuity. Yeah. That's good. All right. Cool. Um, all right, so that was Dynamite. Um, oh, we forgot. Um, Team Taz, with about 18 people, were going to come out and beat up Cody, but then a 61-year-old man came out with a baseball bat, and no one wanted to fight him. <laughs> I, I don't understand. No, House Hobbs wanted to fight him. But yeah, but they were holding them back. They were holding them back. They were so afraid of, of 61-year-old Sting with a baseball bat. I'm like, you're not going to do anything? Like, I, I don't know. Hook is going to beat him up. Hook. And now that everyone's covered in the fucking fake snow, it's like all (laughs) over Hobbs' head. (laughs) Snow stuff. I I like Sting. 
But we didn't mention the worst part of AEW is stupid ass Miro talking about whatever he was gibberish. He was uh, talking about the glitter shirt that he had on and all that other shit. Because he's wearing a Christmas shirt, but he hates Christmas. Bah humbug. Because yeah. it's his birthday or something. Isn't next week the wedding? It's the wedding announcement. Okay. It just makes no sense. <laughs> That'll be goofy. Yeah. All right, so let's go to uh, AEW's competition last night. Um, we had kicked it off. Did, can I take it you didn't watch this, right? No, and I didn't want. I didn't. I'm so out of the loop of all of it because of the holiday season and work. Okay. So I apologize. Watch, watch all this. I watched the first half and then fell asleep. Okay. Um, why are they calling Johnny Gargano's group the Way? Because it's the Gargano Way. Yeah. Because it's. Because he stole it from the Mandalorian. This is the yeah. way. Hey, I don't like that name at all for a group. I mean, it's strange. But I, I like I like their group. Their group doesn't bother me, but the name's a little goofy. Um, they had a good match to start off. Leon Ruff, Kushida versus Theory and Gargano. Kushida is just so good. Mm-hmm. His moves are so fluid. Like you never see him like miss a spot or look like he doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, the guy's just incredible. I just you know. With the yeah, it's a tough one with him because like of the language barrier and being able to cut a promo and do things like that. But I mean, if you just go off pure talent in the ring, I mean the guy's insane. You know, there's ways you can get around that. There's people that haven't been able to talk that have been great in the ring. You just put a manager with them. Yeah, yeah. like there's I'm done with WWE's excuses of these guys that are great and they just don't do anything with them. Put a manager. Yeah. With them. They have yeah. a thousand people. They can put that in NXT alone. They could put that. Uh, who was with the two tall Indian guys? Yeah. He's going to be with Tyler Rust. Now that he came out and recruited him last night. I don't know who Tyler Rust is. Yeah, no one does either. He's been beat up by Timothy Thatcher a bunch of times. And then uh, Champa beat him up last night. He's not bad. Not a bad competitor. Um, then we had uh, number one contenders match, Kylo Riley versus Pete Dunn. I mean, it's Kylo Riley and Pete Dunn. How was it not going to be good? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. Everything about it was good. I was actually surprised that O'Reilly beat him clean. Yeah, another match with those two. Yeah, first Balor again. I think you should let him beat Balor at this point and, and give O'Reilly a, a title. Yeah. I mean, I think he deserves it, for Christ's sakes. You know, he is so over. Everyone loves Kyle O'Reilly. Like, you know. And he was he was a good single star in ROH back in the day before he, you know, teamed with Fish. So it's not, like, uncommon for him to be in a singles picture, so. Yeah, I, I would love it. I mean, as much as I like Balor, I don't know. I'd put Balor back up on a main roster somewhere. Maybe put him with AJ or something like that and, and let O'Reilly win. I think it would be cool. They had a great match, though. Did you watch all this first mm-hmm. time? Yeah. yeah. They're always good. Always good. Uh, Shotzi beat up Indy Hartwell. That was okay. Um, but Gargano and him get involved, of course. Did um, by guy, Karrion Cross was back. Beat up somebody named Desmond Troy, who just got waltz. I don't even think he got one bit of offense in, did he? <laughs> He showed up in the ring, this guy, then just got destroyed. They should have did the the Baron Corbin, had him just show up in the ring and then win. Yeah. Win, yeah. Now, he's going to fight Priest at this, uh, at their 
uh, New Year's Evil show or whatever. I just hope he doesn't destroy Damian Priest, you know? I don't think they they wouldn't do that. Yeah, because they're two kind of bad dudes. I think he deserves a better feud with him, you know? I like Karrion Cross. I think the whole package is just good. It's him, Scarlet, the entrance, the way he looks, the wrestling. I mean, I just think... I, I, I say this all the time. I don't know how Vince could screw him up on a main roster, but we know he will. I mean, oh, yeah. I have a feeling like he could either be the next, like, Roman Reigns on that program or be chasing the 24-7 title around. You know what I mean? <laughs> either like, he, could go, he could go either way. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel. It could go either way. I mean, look at some people that we thought that were going to be great on, uh, on Raw and SmackDown. Aleister Black. Keith Lee. These yeah. guys have done they've done nothing with. Yeah, Ricochet. Ricochet. Yeah. I mean the list goes on and on from from guys. Only like McIntyre from and that's only because he was here before coming up. Yeah. Yeah. He had to go through some stupid shit. He lost a couple chump matches along the way. You know? But he's there. But I don't know. I just don't know how they can screw this up. Because I mean it, it, it just for me it just Everything like ticks all the boxes, like they say. Like for a guy mm-hmm. that should be a superstar in a main roster, you know. Um, then the main event was Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. It, it, it was good too, really good. Um, of course, Raquel R- Gonzalez um, interfered, costed Ripley the match. So they're going to do more Gonzalez versus Ripley. It looks like for now, till they figure out what they want to do with Ripley. I think they're just holding on. I think Gonzalez will actually beat her. Towards the end of the year, and then Ripley is in yeah. the Royal Rumble and comes up to the main roster. Maybe even wins the Royal Rumble. That'd be cool. Wouldn't surprise me if she debuts at the Rumble. Because she wasn't in the Rumble last year, was she? No, she was a champion. Yeah, she was the NXT champion. Wouldn't be surprised if, like... Rhea, I could see Rhea taking the loss to Gonzalez like at the end of at this New Year's show and then like putting her over to be like the new a a new big powerhouse on nxt and then stay low for three weeks and then show up at the rumble and go main roster agree i'm down with that yeah all right um time check gotta get going (laughs) okay Let's knock out. Uh, we'll knock out these other two real quick. SmackDown, there really wasn't much to talk about. I mean, Big E looks like he's going for the uh, Intercontinental, which is good. Try to get start his push finally. Uh, just more build for Owens for some Reigns for what they're doing mm-hmm. there. Uh, we'll go ahead and do um, the uh, predictions for this weekend for TLC. Uh, Raw was pretty forgettable itself as well, too. I, I don't know what lowest you thought about Raw of all time. What's that? Really? Wow. It's lowest rated Raw of all time now. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, there's a lot of fluff on that show, you know. What, does anything stand out for you, Brock, on that show? I mean, AJ and Sheamus was okay. Yeah. Uh, um... Day versus the hurt business. Just let the hurt business beat the new day already, for Christ's sakes. 
yeah. at the view and let them win those belts and give them a chance to have it. They knew they have had belts over and over and over. Um, Lana got the shit kicked out of her again, which isn't a big surprise. Mandy Rose came back. And we got Mandy Dave. back. Um, oh, Elias has a new bodyguard. Oh, yeah. Jackson Riker. It's a little Jackson a <laughs> Yeah, he's, um, he's going to beat he's people. Life. Yeah, he's going to beat people up who, who uh, mess with Elias. Which is so goofy. And then Miz and Morrison actually pinned Lee again. They don't know what to do with Keith. <laughs> He's just kind of there. He's just kind of there. He loses matches. I didn't. E- I'm looking at this now. I didn't even know that Ricochet fought Mace. I must have missed that match. I must have fell asleep through that match. Yeah, Retribution, man. He's gonna join. They're gonna get Ricochet to join. Um, I did enjoy Bray Wyatt just walking around as good guy Bray Wyatt in the back, though. I thought that was funny. He ran into R-Truth, was talking to R-Truth, he was just talking to different people. I, I like him more, not just in the funhouse, but walking around acting all innocent. I think it's I think it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. He's good. Yeah. He's good at what he does. And then Randy Orton, like, beat him up, put him in a... Would he stick him in like a box and set a it on fire? Crates or something. Put him in a crate, set the crate on fire. Basically, trying to commit murder on national television, and then the fiend <laughs> popped out of the thing, and you knew that was going to happen, and then mm-hmm. attacked Randy. <laughs> he set it on fire. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was pretty funny. Let's look ahead to um. We'll just do some quick predictions before we get started to wrap this short show up here tonight. All right. So, um, where the hell's the first match? Daniel Bryan's fighting Jey Uso. I, I see Daniel Bryan winning that match probably. Yeah, I think so. Exciting there. Um, Riddle versus Bobby Lashley. Who do you got in the? Uh, uh, I think Bobby Lashley's going to retain. I agree. It was already a joke. Yeah. Street Profits versus uh, Ziggler and Rude. Street Profits. I feel like this is going to be a swerve here, and they're going to actually lose. I don't know, but I could be wrong. <laughs> um, I think the Hurt Business is going to beat the New Day. And they'll have like three adults. The Hurt Business needs a woman. Yeah. And yeah. they're wrong. They need someone, the meanest person on that roster. They, need, they need Tamina Snuka. Oh, Just, no one's meaner than Tamina. <laughs> um, I don't know what they're going to do with Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and whatever, because Lana is like injured now, so she might not be able to fight and they'll have to do a new partner. It'll be Mandy Rose then, probably. Mandy, or or this will be like a Charlotte return. And Charlotte Maybe. and Asuka win the tag belts. You know. Could That'd be. be dumb. Yeah, I mean, why do you have to return and win? Why does the champ, the woman's champ on Raw, always have to have the tag belts too? Like, <laughs> you got nothing else to do? 
Uh, who, who do you like in the in the Fiend versus Randy Orton? I think the Fiend will beat him. Yeah, and probably kill him. I bet you he kills Randy Orton for a takes while. Time off. Randy Orton takes some time off. Like Rumble. he'll throw him in a black hole or bury him in a swamp or something like that. You know. Wrestling uh, kills him who, for a little bit. Who do you like, Carmella versus Sasha? I think Sasha wins. I think so I too. There's nothing big gonna happen at this show. No. No, I don't think any belt's going to change hands. Nothing's going to happen. McIntyre and Styles? You don't think Styles steals a belt here? No. It's too close to a rumble. This is a, this is a, this is a garbage pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> it's a garbage pay-per-view. Most pay-per-views are garbage anymore, but this is a garbage pay-per-view. All right, there you go, folks. Garbage, <laughs> garbage pay-per-view. <laughs> garbage pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. This is this is this is a this is a raw. This would be a raw of two thousand. Yeah. Well, they're all some kind of specialty matches. Yeah. yeah. Well, I stand by my raw statement. When if Vince Russo's booking it. Probably <laughs> more stuff happen at these like New Year's Evil specials for NXT than there is at a. Uh, um, this pay-per-view. Yeah, there's more chance for that to happen because it's going to go up against AEW so they want to make a numbers pop. I bet if you looked at the history of TLC in the past four years, if there's been any title changes or anything major happen. Because yeah. they, they book these matches to be in, in, the, in the time frame of the month. And no one, no one in December thinks that, you know, going into January and WrestleMania season, they're going to start changing shit now. Like, it just doesn't happen. All now, right. we could try to swerve us, but, you know, I don't see the point. Okay, Ken doesn't see the point. He doesn't. I doubt. All right, well, that's it then. Uh, short wrestling show today. Check out our Pop Culture Week in Review. And then also um, check out, we're going to do an interview here with the director and the actress from Chrome that we did before, uh, Mr. Timothy Hines and Natasha Coppola Shalom. So check that out. That'll be on our website too. And uh, just, you know, give us a listen to some other stuff. Yeah. Take it. All right, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends, and have a great evening. Bye. Bye.